And now, on location from Corsoletta State Winery, it's BC Food and Wine Radio and the Similkameen Valley Grape Escape. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, across the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Welcome to our latest on-the-road show. It's our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape, and we're live from Corselet Estate Winery. Big shout-out to all our Bounce Radio listeners from Nelson to Golden and Revelstoke. And we're uh, welcoming us to this region in the winery are Charlie and Jesse Basler. They're partners here at Corselet Estate Winery in the Similkameen. Thanks for having us. Great to see you. Thank you. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for being here. We're so excited to be back uh, on this grape escape in the Similkameen. It's one of our favorite places, as I call it, the wild and windy Similkameen. Uh, Do you love this place because it is so wild and it's so different? It is. It's so unique. I, uh, by myself, I'm from the Arctic, which is wild and windy. Yeah, for sure. And extreme. And this is just like the opposite spectrum, but just as wild and windy and Mm -hmm. extreme, but just with heat. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, well, you guys have been busy uh, working, building, expanding. Uh, so, I, I, are you ready for perhaps a flood of people to show up this year in the in the valley? We hope so. Oh, there's no doubt. That's we, an exciting place to visit. Yeah, um, we think that there's a lot of excitement around Similkameen wines and BC wine in general, but spe- specifically Similkameen, just because it's kind of off the beaten path and it is that more rugged, wild. And mm-hmm. kind of almost, I don't want to say cowboy experience, but it's just, you know, it's a little, it's a, a little bit more uh, authentic, I think. And what you see is what you get here and it, it draws people in to get that authenticity. People say to me, it's the Sonoma of, uh, of BC where the nap is on the other side. And I say, no, no, it's much better than Sonoma. It's, it's really a different kind of place. It's a special place, but uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, Jesse, tell us a little bit about hospitality then. So you're opening, are you opening full up uh, st- at the start of May or how will yes. it run here at the winery? So May 1st to uh, June 1st will be open every day except Wednesdays. And then likely June 1st onwards, it'll be seven days a week. We'll be rocking and rolling from 10.30 to 5.30. And, 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 is, and it, is it a reservation system or how does it work uh, for visitors? We are going to do our best to accommodate walk-ins, mm-hmm. but we still encourage people to to, to do the it. yeah. It's just because it, it all of a sudden there's a, a lineup at the, it, at, in the driveway, and then yeah. it's, it's it's unfortunate. And then Charlie has out. to come out of the winery, <laughs> and then we're doing tastings <laughs> in, the, in the vineyard and on the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> so we do highly recommend reservations, but well, you know what happens in that five minutes or ten minutes with the customer? What 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 do you feel happens when they come here and taste the wine that you know they wouldn't? I, I assume they wouldn't get in the city or even buying the wine, taking it home. I think the uh, the experience of being on site and sitting on the patio overlooking the vineyard and the entire valley across from those mountains. Yeah. Um, when you're tasting something that where exactly where it's grown, there's a there's a real connection, mm-hmm. and it, it it you 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 taste the wines almost as if you're drinking them right out of the earth because you're there, you feel it, you smell it, you 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 can hear the wind, so it adds a better um, uh, I don't know I, I want to say the word connection again. Sure. To, yeah. Yeah. There's there's something um, extremely romantic about yeah. being on site, enjoying, and we got a, such a great team and. That's a great wine experience. And if, if people didn't know what Corselet was doing, how would you explain in a nutshell what they would discover here in terms of wines? Well, we've got a, a vast portfolio. Um, some people say we have a winemaking problem, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, we, we, we make small lot wines, but our, our core is based around Merlot, 
uh, Syrah, Cabernet Franc, um, you know, our micro lots include Malbec and Petit Verdot and, uh, and others, but th- that's our, our core focal point, if you will, or those more voluptuous reds. And, uh, mm-hmm. we'd like to complement the, the whole wine experience with, uh, delicious spring releases, uh, like our, our Rosé or Oracle yeah. that, uh, you know, I look forward to sharing with you and, um, and, and others, many others. It's a great experience. And Jesse, can we spend easily spend a couple of days here now and, and see a lot of things in, in this valley? Because before it was tough. Yeah, it's uh, in the last couple of years, we've noticed that there's um, a real up and coming bed and breakfast scene. Mm-hmm. There's now a little inn. It's called Tree to Me. It has a, a, a restaurant and a grocery store in it just around the corner from us. There's, wow. there's more places to stay you know, there's more things to, to do in terms of, um, you know, fa- families that want to come and camp. There's a campground just down the road from us called the Grist Mill. Yeah. Um, there's and just, it, it's a mountainous valley, but it's flat. Like, pe- you can cycle this valley and have a lot yeah. of fun just doing that on the so on the back roads. What's which, become a real hot thing to do is uh, wine touring by bikes. People can rent bikes. There's a bike renting rental company in town. And they, uh, yeah. they within just within Corselet, like within our little radius, radius, we're six wineries that you can cycle to. Fantastic. In, in 10 minutes. So, wow. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, we're excited to be here at uh, Corselet Estates uh, today. Uh, we'll be exploring uh, the wines and next. Uh, we're going to actually taste the wines, folks. We'll taste them. We'll tell you about them. That's our favorite part. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, hosting us. I know we're going to talk to some of your uh, friends in the Valley in the show and uh, get the message out that people need to get out to the Similkameen and uh, find out what's happening. Thanks so much for opening the show. Our pleasure. Yeah. Charlie and Jesse Basler, they're the partners at Corselet Estate Winery in the Similkameen Valley. Plenty more coming up from the Valley, the wild and windy Similkameen, next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan, a place where you can take your time to enjoy our beautiful weather and perfect patio season. Visit almost 100 area wineries, cideries and distilleries, eight craft breweries and world-class locally sourced restaurants too. It's the perfect destination for a relaxing getaway. But before you go, make sure to check the website for information on wine tours, tasting room and restaurant hours, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitpenticton.com. Taste the flavors of the season at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Their heated patio is open with more space for you to dine safely. So come enjoy a menu showcasing ingredients from their on-site culinary garden. Pair your meal with a new release Summerhill wine for an extraordinary organic experience. The flavors of the season are in abundance at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Online, summerhill.bc.ca. Sun, water, soil. Organically farmed and made in collaboration with Mother Nature. Liber Farms terroir-focused small lot wines capture the essence of the Okanagan and Similkameen Valleys. Join the wine club and receive delivery of award-winning wines and new releases in spring and fall, plus early access to library wines, complimentary tastings, and more. Visit them this spring to taste in their spacious covered wine garden in Asuyas. Discover more at liberfarm.com. Simply great wines. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, 
But this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature. A bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name. Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Hello, I'm Anthony Gismondi, and after four decades in the wine business, I know that the wine you like is always the best one for you. Anyone who tells you differently is simply wrong. The trick is how to get there. My advice? Try as many different wines as possible to discover your favorites. We evaluate about 3,000 wines a year at GizmondiOnWine.com to help you sort through the clutter in the market, and we make it easy to search through our results. After all, life is way too short to drink bad wine. So why not give us a go at GizmondiOnWine.com? Now back to PC Food and Wine Radio. On location at Corsoletta State Winery in the Similkameen Valley. Here's Anthony Gizmondi. Hello, British Columbia. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Uh, we're on our latest road show. It's our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape, and we're live from Corsolette Estate Winery. Uh, delighted to have uh, Charlie Bessler back with us, father, partner, viticulturalist, winemaker, and chicken keeper. The whole thing. Is it whatever. a chicken keeper? I don't know what they call them. Whatever it takes. <laughs> don't kill those chickens, buddy. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the wines here and a little bit about the, the region. And people who don't know uh, the topography or the geology, so there's a lot of rocks here. How, how would you, are they all different? Are they all the same? What, what happens in the Similkami? Sure. Well, uh, I mean, as, as wine growers, uh, we're, you know, everyone here in the Valley is so excited to work with the different landscapes the Similkami Valley offers. And mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's no homogenous trend. The, 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 the only trend is the diversity of these particular regions. Right. And so, you know, as viticulturalists, uh, we work hard at determining what is the best fit for these different regions. And, and we express that through wine. And it's a, it's a very exciting journey to, um, to identify those regions where, you know, the high banks, uh, all that exposed stone captures a lot of, uh, intense heat and, and it radiates back into the evening while the area is closer to the river, a little cooler, and, and uh, you know, often so, are found for white wine. Yeah, so people driving in, you know, they come along the crow's nest. So if you look, if you look uh, up uh, north to the, there's kind of two rising plateaus, is it, or just one long? Well, in the north part of the valley and the south side, there's middle bench and upper bench. And yeah. So, you know, you That's can what I was looking for. break it. Yeah, you can break it down where... You know, and again, it's like I really wish uh, it was perfectly clear how this glaciation and all these uh, geological events happen. Mm-hmm. But there's this round river stone that's found predominantly Rutland uh, glacial till soil found on Middle Bench, mm-hmm. uh, very high in in, uh, in calciums and uh, great growing soils. And up on the high banks, we have what we call stem winder, which is really a, a rubble soil, very steep, broken, angular volcanic stone. Yep. Uh, and uh, is very hot and provides a lot of uh, fresh uh, iron and mineral characters in, in wine. And on the other side of the road, shooting down to the river, then is another uh, right. Yeah. So then we landscape. Get, yeah, we get old oxbows, and and you know the river had migrated, of course, from valley sure. wall to valley wall, and so we get all these different deposits. Um, you know, silty gravel bars and uh, enriched sometimes, not clay bank, but, you know, really rich, heavier mm-hmm. soils, um, you know, really make uh, grape growing here so exciting. Okay, let's talk about the wine. So yeah. one of my favorite BC rosés is Oracle. 
Uh, and you, you haven't been making it a long time. Like you hit a home run almost since the day it came out. What, what's going on? The newest one is out, and you changed it just a tiny bit. Sure. Tell sure. us what you did. Well, we've evolved a lot, like all, all of our wines. Um, uh, we started making Oracle in 2014, uh, and it is now uh, really a fine-tuned blend of predominantly Pinot Noir and Syrah. So mm-hmm. um, last year, the color was a little bit lighter that you've indicated. That was a, an 80% Pinot and 20% Syrah this year. Uh, you know, both flavor and color profile just kind of led us to that uh, 70-30 split. Yeah. Uh, it is a Provence-inspired wine, so it's all whole cluster pressing. We've introduced in the last couple of years a little bit of neutral barrel fermentation uh, and lee stirring and aging. And so mm-hmm. what's that? It's kind of create a little bit of a richness and body yeah, to the wine. a little more texture. Yeah. Eye of the Partridge this year. That's right. That's yeah. right. We're it's thrilled. A, it's really a sensational wine. I, I, I actually, I've had a few this year, and I'm, I'm telling you, if I was living in Provence, and, and I mean it, uh, you wouldn't sleep that well when you see these wines coming out of BC. They, of course, they wouldn't even know where the smoke meme was, but this wine would scare the hell out of them. Well, that's great. Way to go. And it's Thank available you. now. It's just out, just starting yeah. to be released. Right? Just went out to our wine club, so everyone's, um, you know, yeah, it's, of course, being offered here in the tasting room today. And I think um, a few stores have taken on some orders, so ask a liquor retailer near you. Yeah. Last time I met you, you were just rolling out uh, the 19 Talus with a new package. Uh, so how's it been going? We've got it now in front of us. Well, it's been a very exciting wine and speaks to the evolution of our entire program for that and the maturity of our vineyards. So Talis uh, represents these really steep alluvial fans that border the, the backdrop of our property. And, and from those sites, we harness um, you know the, the best of the Samukameen in, in both of uh, solar radiation, really hot, long summer days, that great soil that contributes minerality and freshness. Yeah. Um, this is a particular blend that is uh, backboned on Merlot and Cabernet Franc. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think we'll ever move away from that. It, it just makes this wine so kind of plush and leathery and getting a bit of some cured meat characteristics as the wine is uh, maturing a bit. Yeah. It has a stony uh, underside too, which I like, like a mineral thing. And then there's a bit of milk chocolate, that Merlot milk chocolate yeah. thing coming in now at the back end it, into it. It's just, I mean, this wine will age effortlessly for the next five to seven years and yeah. beyond, but... It's a great start. Yeah, You're having is, fun with it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's just taken, it's been such an exciting journey to get here in the maturity of, uh, as you know, whenever we do anything in the vineyard, it takes years for it to show in the wine. And we're yeah. kind of finally getting at this point that those efforts that have been made five to seven years ago are, are the product of our wines. And it's just been so exciting. So Talis is, it marks that kind mm-hmm. of a step of maturity in our program. Okay. Uh, and and uh, the last one we're going to talk about, this is a Syrah, no? This is a Syrah, yeah. This is the You love Syrah. Yeah. And, well, and what do you think about the Similkameen Syrah, say, versus the Okanagan, or how, how would you describe it? Well, we, from this particular site, so this is 60% from that middle bench site that we spoke about earlier. Yeah. Um, and the middle bench growing has a freshness and a minerality to it. And so... Do you um, add the fresh pepper with a no, with a no, little pepper grinder? No, or? this is the product of wow. uh, of grape growing in in our region, and so it's important to you know maintain freshness in wines and, mm. and there was that tension that we always aim for. Um, and it's it, a juicy Syrah too, is what what I like about it. Lively, vibrant. Mm-hmm. It just it speaks to our region. You know, we really want to share with you, of course, Talis, which is that Merlot and Cap Franc dominant, but then to also share with you something like Syrah that. You know, are, are dramatically different expressions of, of wine, and mm-hmm. and uh, and how we can curate different vineyards within two kilometers. I mean, Middle yeah. Bench is just out the window, but 
it's a different climate zone altogether and mm-hmm. a different soil profile. So. Well, it's not roney, but it's like, you know, you have that heat. So it makes sense to me. You have the rocks and the heat that you mm-hmm. can do something like that. And it, it's a pretty amazing wine. Uh, I think BC Syrah is widely under undervalued at the moment. It's hard to sell, too. We know that. But um, I think yeah. more and more people are coming to it. Speaking yeah. of selling, before you go, you have a wine club. <laughs> yes. Is yeah. that how we get the wine? Is that well, the principal way? Or? Well, I don't want to create a sense of urgency, yeah, but we but should feel urgent. <laughs> so, so um, you know, what's really exciting about the, our passion in winemaking is the microlot program. And so that's, yeah. you know, not the hook, but it's the, it's a huge benefit to being part of the club where you have access to these really small premium wines that we make mm-hmm. that never hit the shelf. And mm-hmm. so um, we make four barrels just for our wine club of particular wines. And so it's a great way to have access. Beyond that, it, you know, it takes the, the work out of it. We ship it to you, you know, f- free shipping two, yep. two times a year, spring and fall. So you get the newest releases when they're available. Um, they come with all kinds of fun little, you know, surprises in the box and winemaker notes. And uh, you get uh, an elevated level of service here at the tasting room. Um, it's, it's a win-win, but, but access to wine and just, you know, having us kind of take care of, of, of that for you. And, um, I mean, everyone should have a Samil Kameen Wine Club winery, everyone. (laughs) So, you know, take take your pick. (laughs) Charlie, you you sound like you're having fun. Uh, We have to get out of here, but you're going to take me up the mountain. You've got something going on even higher up behind the winery. Do you ever stop? Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm too young at this point, but I am really excited to show you what we've got going on up there, which uh, is just this evolution. And, and, uh, you know, we've got to own that spiral that uh, is such an important part of our brand. And and we keep we keep growing, we keep evolving, we keep uh, keep ex- keep exploring. Thanks so much okay. for the wines, the tasting, and for hosting us today on the BC Food Wine Radio Network. We loved it. It's great to have you guys here. It's a lot of fun. That was Charlie Bessler. He's a partner, viticulturist, and winemaker uh, here at Corslet Estate Winery. Is he the general manager too? Like uh, you have about forty <laughs> titles. Uh, well, we're on our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape, but we're not going anywhere. Up next, Michael Clark, the managing director and winemaker of Clos de Soleil, just down the road, will join us on the BC Food and Wine Radio. I'm Anthony Gismani. We'll be right back. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. As someone who is starting or adding to their wine or spirits collection, you recognize your choice of a reputable supplier is paramount. As the only auction in Canada dedicated to fine wines and spirits, Iron Gate Auctions offers buyers a safe, inexpensive way to initiate or enhance their collections. They're experts in the field, and all of their offerings are meticulously sourced from private sellers across Canada. To find out more, visit irongateauctions.com. Refreshing, relaxing, romantic. Get away to Therapy Vineyards and stay at their modern, comfortable, and spacious boutique inn. Experience your moment of awe from the balcony of your room while taking in the panoramic views of the vineyards and Okanagan Lake. Capture the essence of the grape-growing season while luxuriating at your home base for wine tours. Oh, and did we mention award-winning wines? Book your relaxing retreat or perfect couples getaway today at therapyvineyards.com.
Clos du Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny, stony corner of BC's Similkameen Valley, Clos du Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The result? Wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or buy online at clodusoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature, a bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name, Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio, on location at Corsoletta State Winery in the Similkameen Valley. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, across the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. It's our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape, and we're live from Corsoletta State Winery in the Similkameen. Our guest is Michael Clark. He's uh, just down the road. You can probably throw some stone and reach his vineyard. He's the managing director and winemaker of a vineyard full of stones, Claude Soleil. Artisan Winery in a State Vineyard. How are you, Michael? I'm very good. How are you? I'm uh, well. You, you're, you're pumped up. You're ready for a new season, a different season maybe? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we are really excited about the coming year, and I can tell you our customers are too. People yeah. have been showing up and really excited to taste the new wines. It'd be interesting because bu- a lot of people built up customers by mail and Zoom, and now they're going to see them. Uh, it's a real opportunity, I think, to, to reinforce that and build on it. Yeah, people love it. Of course, it's a beautiful valley here, but as you know, it's also the way to understand your wine. You have to really see the land to, to know where it comes from. Yeah. Well, and you can see the whole valley. You just have to swivel your head around here, and uh, it's so spectacular. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, Well, let's start with the wines, because I don't want to run out of time. And we're going to start with the Fumé Blanc, uh, an old term I know from Robert Mondavi. Uh, it's a Sauvignon Blanc, though. Yes. Uh, uh, ours is a blend of Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon. This mm-hmm. vintage is about two-thirds Sauvignon Blanc and one-third okay. Semillon. Uh, and it's fermented in a combination of French oak and stainless steel. But it's very much a fruit-forward wine. Our customers love it. It's very flexible. It's great with food, but great by yeah. itself. And what would you say about the, uh, what is the Similkameen doing for these two varieties? Like what's happening here that's making them uh, such an interesting uh, proposition? Um, I think, and this isn't just about our Fumé Blanc, I think this is about wines from the small commune overall. You get this stoniness and minerality that really comes from the mineral-laden soils here in the valley. Um, you also get kind of a herbal character. Uh, a lot of times people tie that to sagebrush. There's so yeah. much here. Yeah. Well, this is very savory, and uh, the citrus in this is off the charts. Like, it just pops out of your mouth at the start. But then there's this, uh, like this bitterness, this balancing bitterness underneath, maybe part of this, the young semillon. I'm not sure, but it's, it's a really nice thing going on in your mouth. I'm really pleased with this vintage, and I completely agree with your uh, description. To me, um, I, I want wines that are delicious, but I also want wines that really make you uh, think, that, that are interesting in some way. And yeah. That's exactly yeah. the thing. 
Yeah, I hate to use the word intellectual wines, but yeah, you have to, you, you take a sip of those, you start thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, really well done. It's amazing how these wines have come into their own in, you know, less than a decade, really. I mean, I remember you telling me we're going to make this this wine. I think, yeah, okay, we'll see, you know, but really it's outstanding. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, we've, uh, we try to hone in every single year, uh, make little changes in what we're doing to try to constantly improve ourselves. But I think we've really developed a reputation for Sauvignon Blanc generally at Clos de Soleil, mm-hmm. both this and, and other ones we make. I know we talked a lot about uh, going green and all that, but just remind our listeners about your commitment to the way that you're growing fruit uh, at Clos de Soleil. Yeah, all of our vineyards are certified organic, and then we actually practice something called biodynamics, which in a sense is kind of a few steps beyond organics. Mm -hmm. But to me, uh, it's about environmentalism, but it's also about making the highest quality wine, and I think you can only do that when you have living soils, and your soils lose that life, bacterial life, fungal life, if you put chemicals on the soil. So we really feel that we... uh, we yeah. can't do that. And when you look at these mountains, when you look at the natural beauty that surrounds you, it seems like an easy, I know it's not easy to achieve, but it seems like it's an easy thought process to go that way. Yeah, and it, as you know well, um, it's not just here. It's the best wines from around the world. Uh, those wineries are all realizing that if you want to make really expressive wines that taste like the place they're from, mm-hmm. you have to respect the place. Yeah. A- and organics is part of that, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you brought another wine that has, uh, it's your signature wine. It yes, says indeed. signature right <laughs> on the label. Uh, tell us about the 2019 Clotus signature. Yeah, so I'm really excited to share this one with you uh, because it's a brand new wine. In fact, uh, it's not available yet, but will be in just a matter of weeks for, for wow. customers. Uh, both from stores and uh, and from the winery direct. Uh, it is a blend of all five uh, Bordeaux varieties, Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, Malbec, Cab Franc, and Petit Verdot. It's fermented uh, wild, meaning we don't add any yeast. It's just indigenous yeast. Uh, and it's fermented in concrete tanks and then aged in French oak barrels. So the fermentation starts on, it own, on its own, like a, what you say, spontaneous? Or? Yes. Yeah. So, and, and when you use wild yeast, what, what, is, what do you think is happening versus introducing, you know, a cultured yeast? Yeah, I, I have a lot of experience doing both uh, these spontaneous or wild fermentations as well as cultured yeast. I can tell you that one of the biggest differences with these spontaneous fermentations is they're a lot slower. They're, they're slower to start, and then sometimes they take months to finish. Uh, they're also cooler uh, and, let's say, less aggressive than... Uh, than inoculated yeast, which are really bred to be able to quickly turn sugar into alcohol. That's mm-hmm. the kind of number one thing. And I think you get more complexity and more delicacy from these slower, cooler fermentations. Yeah. Michael Clark, he's the managing director at Clotus Soleil, and we're tasting the 2019 signature. Now, this is coming out. Well, how will people find this wine? What's the best way to, to, to uh, acquire some bottles? So uh, it, for people who follow us on social media, we'll be announcing the release in June. Mm-hmm. At that point, it'll be available from our website, which is clodusoleil.ca, mm-hmm. uh, as well as from fine wine retailers all across the province. Mm. So what do you think of the blend? Like, it's a very slick wine. It's got great aromatics up front, uh, way more aromatics than you would get, I would say, in Bordeaux, even though these are Bordeaux varieties, but that doesn't mean much in this setting. 
Yeah, to me, that's such an important aspect of any wine. I love a wine that is, uh, uh, the word I like to use is perfume. It's very mm. aromatic. Um, this has the ripe fruit character. It also has some floral character, a little bit of sort of cedar, I would say. Um, I, I'm really pleased with how it's turned cedar, out. Cedar, and it has that, that uh, what, you know, I just call it the similcamine or the, the, the Okanagan-style savoriness in it that, that really adds complexity and interest to the wine. It's like umami for me. Yeah, and, and that makes it a great food wine, of course. Mm-hmm. Really well done. Uh, 19, uh, the Fumé Blanc was 21, is that correct? Or? Uh, 23. Tw- tw- 23? Yes, 23. Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Price or year. <laughs> you're talking about money. I'm talking about vintage. You know I'm a time traveler, right? <laughs> I thought, wow, I missed something here. <laughs> I love it. It's 2021 yeah. for $23, and the signature is 2019. Right. Yes. Uh, we heard, we've been hearing so much about 2020 uh, on the other side of the hill. Was it a great vintage? Are you expecting big things from 2020 in, in the Similkameen? Yeah, it was fantastic, both whites and reds. The quality was really good. Uh, a lot of other places in B.C., the yields were really down, the quantities. But for us, we were actually around average. So it was good quantity and great quality. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, very pleased. So you have a nice, uh, what I would say, compact boutique winery. How uh, how is the visiting going to work? How do you set up this year? Rezos, no rezos? You, what have you decided to do? We're really focused on making sure that the experience of our customers is the best it possibly can be, and we think reservations is really the way to do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're sticking with that. We started that a couple of years ago, of course, because of the pandemic, but we recommend that people call uh, to make a reservation or visit our website. It's very easy. We have a bunch of different kinds of reservations they can make. Yeah. Uh, and that way we can really focus on every customer. Like how much time do you get if you come, if you make a reservation and what, what what would be like a typical visit? So for somebody who wants to stop in briefly, pick up some wine and move on, it can be as short as you want. But our uh, basic tasting lasts around 20 minutes, but then we have longer tastings for people who want to go more in depth. Yeah. And see the property. And, exactly. And, uh, do you take them into the vineyard as well? or? Yeah. Um, they can arrange for uh, vineyard tours or for winery tours. We really pride ourselves on being uh, transparent about how we make our wine, and we love for people to come and actually mm-hmm. see firsthand how we do it. I should ask you, because every time I talk to you, I have a new vineyard. Is there anything new coming on, or are you going to rest for a year or two? Well, we've got some planting going on in uh, some of our existing vineyards. Uh, okay. We have some Syrah going in in a few weeks, in fact. Um, but uh, but the same set of vineyards. But it's to me, what's important is these small commune soils and then taking care of them through these organic practices. Mm. Michael, always great to see you. Now, the wines, of course, available at the winery. You have uh, some of your wines will be like the Fumé Blanc will be in uh, grocery. Uh, uh, it's already been released in, in yes. that system and in some in private wine shops and, of course, restaurants as well now because restaurants are back on. Are you feeling that draw from restaurants? Oh, yeah. The restaurant scene, first of all, I know people love to get out to restaurants now. Um, and the restaurants really need the business, and we are so happy to be able to support them. So, yeah, it's been re- just a, a hot area for us. Mm. Well, Michael, uh, thanks so much for sharing these two wines with us, the Clos de Soleil 2019 Signature and the 2021 Fumé Blanc. Uh, great start to the season. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Yes, I want to come by and uh, walk in those vineyards. Please do. That was Michael Clark. He's the managing director and winemaker at Clos de Soleil Artisan Winery and Estate Vineyard. Still to come in our Similkameen Grape Escape, we'll be joined by John Weber. He's the owner and winemaker at Ordofino Vineyards. This is BC Food and Wine Radio. I'm Anthony Gismondi. We'll be right back.
There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. Take a break from the hustle and bustle of the big city and relax in the beautiful and peaceful South Okanagan. Enjoy fantastic wine and culinary offerings throughout the region, including 180 of BC's finest wineries, from Summerland's Bottleneck Drive to the Naramata Bench to Okanagan Falls and Skaha Lake's Heart of Wine Country, down to Oliver Osuyas Wine Country. Before you go, look for community information, wine regions, and more trip inspiration at visitsouthokanagan.com. Discover the good life right in your own backyard. Destination, the Watermark Beach Resort in beautiful Asuyus. Featuring spectacular views of Asuyus Lake, walking distance to shops, plus dining at the Watermark's very own 15 Park Bistro. And make sure to book your spring and summer travel now to avoid disappointment at the South Okanagan Resort that defines easy living. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com for full details and keep up to date on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mount Boucherie Estate Winery and the Modest Butcher Restaurant are ready for spring. Featuring new exciting spring wine releases in the wine shop, along with delicious promotions in the Modest Butcher. Enjoy Burger and Blau Mondays, Tommy and Tannen Tuesdays, Happy Hour seven days a week, as well as the Modest Sunday Brunch, where sweatpants and sunglasses are encouraged. Spring is the thing at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery and the Modest Butcher Restaurant in West Kelowna. It doesn't have to be alcohol to be rock and roll. It just has to be naughty. Bring the party with Naughty from Thompson & Scott. Beautifully crafted, organic, vegan, alcohol-free sparkling wines that have taken the drinks industry by storm. Beautiful bubbles. No alcohol, no compromise. So go ahead, get naughty. You've got nothing to lose but your preconceptions of what alcohol-free can be. Visit softcrush.ca for more details. BC VQA Wine, a reflection of our land and the exceptional folks that craft every bottle. Save on Foods is proud to offer the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines all in one place, plus an extensive collection of BC's most popular ciders. And with their everyday customer discount program, you'll get 10% off any four bottles or select 12 bottles and save an additional $12. Wines of British Columbia at Save on Foods. Find your nearest store at saveonfoods.com. Now, back to Corsoletta State Winery and the Grape Escape. This is BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, across the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Welcome from Corsoletta State Winery and our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape. Our guest is John Weber. He's the uh, co-owner and winemaker at Orofino Vineyards. John, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having Great me. Great to see you. I'm yeah. unbelievably excited. You brought a bag of wine in with rosé written on it. I, I, <laughs> I did. It's, uh, yeah, something new for 20, 2022. So. And you just poured it out of the spigot, and it looks fantastic in the yeah. glass. What, what are you doing? Yeah, so we've, um, you know, like Orofino's always kind of been a, been, been, been very concerned and had 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 the environment on 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 its forefront right from the start uh you know our building and the way we've done things yeah and so um looking for an alternative uh package that is a little bit more green um something a little bit different and above all extremely uh functional um and i think when when we found these pouches the, oh, we're calling them mag bags 
mag bags. Um, liter, so the, liter they're 1.5 liters of wine in them, and yeah. they look tiny. Yeah, they're 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 just super efficient. I, you can pack like 10 of these is about the weight of one empty bottle uh, a glass. So wow, 80 uh, percent less uh, carbon footprint uh, on these bags too. So it's I think it's the wave of the future, and um, around the world they're 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 very popular. North America, yeah, and BC. It's a pretty new concept, but uh, here we go. It's a snappy white bag with a spigot on the outside, yeah. but you're going to your 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 son perhaps is going to stick yeah. all your labels on it. Yeah, that's the yeah. It's all kind of hand done. Um, we'll 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 put it in a bag at the winery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all hand labeled, and uh, yeah, the idea is, and probably our biggest hurdle with this sort of packaging is the fact that we're putting our premium wine. Yeah. in these bags we're right. also doing this in a 750 bottle right yeah. now but uh and we used to do a lot of uh magnum bottles with this wine the pots of pots of vineyard cap franc uh rosé mm. um so we've ditched the, the 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 bottles and now it's strictly in bag that's for, fantastic for congratulations uh, i'm all in on this yeah. i'm going to help you as much as i can i just yeah. think it's so smart and you're saying yeah. like there's other uses, right? Uh, yeah. People can take that home, but restaurants would be interested. Yeah, I think like restaurants with small wine programs um, that maybe don't go through bottles and bottles of, of wines by the glass. I think I love it because you know like they'll they'll take this bottle or this bag and they'll they'll open it up and it'll be it'll stay fresh for for up for to four all weeks. The pours, yeah. yeah, up to four weeks. So it can stay in in a fridge at somebody's home for up to four weeks. If you feel like having a good glass of rosé or Pinot Gris or Gamay, those yeah. are the other two varietals we're doing, um, they can just sit and have a glass of, of really good wine, wow. um, and it stays fresh. Okay, we're going to talk about it quickly, but where can people? Where will people be able to buy this? Yeah, so we're going to keep some at the winery for yeah. sure, and then um, there'll be a small retail presence in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure when these get out, they'll be highly they'll be allocated. Hot. Yeah, um, and then I know that there's a few restaurants that are already uh, after after some of these bags. So. Great for yeah. you. Yeah, all over the place. Okay. It looks great. It's super pale, super skinny. Yeah. Perfect color. What, it, what yeah. Tell us just a bit about how this yeah. rosé is done. Yeah. So this comes from a pretty special Similkameen vineyard um, called the Putza Vineyard, mm-hmm. um, which is in the Olala Gap, which is around the corner from us right here. We're, you know, here on the bench, it's super hot site, but around the around the, the mountain here, it's, it's extremely cool, a uh, lot less heat units. Um, and high elevation with a north sl- slope. So like pretty much everything um, it needs to be slow ripening and uh, and keep the, the bricks down, which, which means very ripe flavors, but still at like a 12% alcohol. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's just 24 hours on the skins, uh, single vineyard, cap, 100% cap bronc. Fantastic. So. Really, folks, we, we, it, we've had several excellent rosés in the last week in the Valley. And I mean like... Uh, exponential jump in quality over the last couple of years. Mm. It's quite amazing. So I'm, I'm really happy to see cool. that because the pricing can go up too because the quality is, is so yeah. great. So that's terrific. Now, I was out the other night, I, I was telling you earlier, and I had this experience with your Orofino in a restaurant which blew away a couple of big dogs in the wine business who had no idea what they were drinking. Uh, and they for sure thought it was something from Germany or somewhere. They just didn't know where it was, but they loved it. Your Riesling program is really uh, on a roll. Yeah, thank thank you. Um, yeah, we're 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 kind of you know dialed it in, dialed it in for the last few years with the with splitting clones, doing separate vineyards. Yeah. Um, How's the reaction been from the consumer? Um, 
it's been really great to to be able to pour them side by side in the tasting room mm-hmm. and talk about a little bit about the difference in styles and, and how I make them and and uh, you know especially when the ones that are basically grown side by side. Yeah. Um. So the twenty one B's got a little bit of residual sugar to it. Uh, the clone two thirty nine that we've got in our glass here is mm-hmm. bone pretty much bone, bone dry, dry, like four four grams residual or yeah. something like that. Um. Yeah, it's been fun. I mean, the marketing of multiple Rieslings is maybe not the greatest thing. To yes, do, it is. But, yes, it but, is. But I, I mean, we've been you doing know. it since we've been doing it since 2012. So yeah. people people are people know what they're looking for now when they come to Orofino looking for a Riesling. And yeah, and uh, yeah, it's education. Our guest is John Weber. He's the owner and winemaker at Orofino Vineyards here in the Similkameen. So this wine, this is the 2020. Is that yeah. correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So bone dry. Tell us, just give us a walk us through this wine a bit for our listeners who who really need to have it in their glass. Okay, well, so one of the hallmarks of this this vineyard, so first of all, the vineyard's right behind our place. It's owned by Lee and Cheryl Hensby. Uh, okay. But we've, we're farming this now. They've retired, and they planted it for us back in 2006. Uh, we've taken over the, the vineyard and the work. Um, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's like basically we, we take it, we put it into our, our uh, 50-year-old Wilms bag press and gently press it as hard as we can but we still it does not very hard yeah and uh and and just settle it into a tank for for uh, a couple of days and then and then cool ferment it in stainless steel and then into bottle and then it generally these days we, we're able to keep it in bottle for up to eight to 12 months before release so wow 2021 is in bottle now we hope to release it maybe in the fall this is like it's just like Crips crunchy fruit in a bottle. Like it's just crazy how well you've done it. Uh, I don't know. We talked about it maybe before, but uh, uh, I have a friend in the Mosul, and yet he says he only likes his riesling like he likes his fruit, crunchy. Yeah. And uh, and I totally get it when I, when I taste some wine like this. This is another world class wine. Congratulations on that. Thank you. What are you doing over there? You guys are uh, uh, well working like dogs. We. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, you know, we've been at it for 20 years now. Yeah. This is uh, our first vintage was 03. We, we bought the property and moved on to the property in 01. So um, I've made wine from all over the valley here. I'm pretty familiar with its little intricacies. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know, like just attention to detail, I've got uh, a few guys that have been with us for four or five years that work our vineyards. Yeah. They're just fantastic guys with... That's a lot great. of passion and dedication, and, and they got a, a stake in what's in, in, in coming out in the bottle. So the, the state of your vineyards, how old are they? Like, uh, are yeah. they shifting, um, or what, yeah, what, what are well, we moving got, into? We've got some of our vines are are plant were planted back in '89. Yeah, um, so nice old block. Yeah, but then we've also got like our passion pit vineyard, which we purchased four years ago. Um, and, and then we planted some more Syrah and some Cab there. So last year we took a little bit of crop off that. That's mm-hmm. our first. So mm-hmm. we run the gamut of, of some younger vines all the way through to, you know, 30-plus-year-old year, wow. 30 plus year old vines. So, Whew, so delicious. fun. Okay, uh, we're done with that pandemic. So what's yeah. happening at Orofino? Are you opening? Yeah. How, how will you open up? And what what, what what will people have to do to get in and see you and t- try these wines? Yeah, well, so we're opening. Uh, we're, we're, we're open starting May, and, and uh, we'll be open four days a week, okay. uh, through Friday through Monday, Okay. Um, at least until July 1st, and then we'll see what happens from there. Yeah. Uh, but like last year, it's all by reservation. They will take some walk-ins if they're able to. 
but the tasting is a sit-down tasting um, with a staff member who's been with us for quite a while. Yeah, great. Uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic experience. You get to sit in the in the in the courtyard underneath the almond trees and 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 the walnut trees on a mm-hmm. long table. Um, I know for the last two years during this pandemic, it's been the experience has never been better. So, That's fantastic. Yeah. What, uh, oh, finally, what do you think about, what were your aspirations and how do you think the valley's unrolling at this point in the smoking? Like, it really seems to be yeah. on fire now. Yeah, you know, like I said, we've been here since 01. And, man, it's it took, when we first started out, people were wondering, yeah. where is the Similkameen Valley? Yeah. It, nothing about the Appalachian wasn't very cool. All the grapes are going into Okanagan wines. You know, right. no one wanted to put Similkameen on the label. Now it's the opposite. <laughs> so uh, a lot is happening. Uh, food scene's great. Yeah. Um, there's a really cool local craft butcher that just opened up. up. Okay. I don't know if anyone's mentioned Who's that? Randall's, uh, Randall's Craft Butchery. And oh. it's right off the highway. All right. They're pros. And they're bringing in, like, AAA Angus. Uh, it's uh, cus- custom and top-quality stuff. Yeah. Which is a really great thing. They can, you know, now, because we have these rental suites to these vacation suites. Yeah. And, and and now there's a place where people can go and grab a, a yeah. terrific steak, come back, cook it, sit on the patio, and, and look at the valley. There's so. a bit of a vineyard land rush going on here, too. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, as it has been over in the Okanagan, but man. Yeah. It's something else. It's too late if you don't have something. Yeah, I think. yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's hard to get some. Well, I'm so happy for you. You work so hard. These wines are fantastic, folks. Orofino, make sure you get yourself a reservation as you come through the crow's nest. Stop for a half an hour and drink some really high quality wine. And check out the the bags. Do they have a name, or are we calling them bags? Or? I'm calling them mag bags. Mag bags. Yeah, You're and, right. That and was my, it. My assistant today called them maggies. Maggies. Okay, <laughs> I think that'll probably that stick. That might stick. Yeah. I like John it. Weber, thanks so much. Yeah. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Really us. great to have you, John Weber, the owner and winemaker of Orofino Vineyards uh, with his baggies. This is an incredible rosé. 2021 rosé? Yeah. This or is 2021 rosé. 2021 rosé. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. And he has a whole full lineup of Riedlings you need to sit down and taste. It's our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape up next. We're joined by Kevin Klippenstein. He's the owner of Clippers Organics and Row 14. It's BC Food and Wine Radio, and I'm Anthony Gismondi. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan, a place where you can take your time to enjoy our beautiful weather and perfect patio season. Visit almost 100 area wineries, cideries, and distilleries, eight craft breweries, and world-class locally sourced restaurants too. It's the perfect destination for a relaxing getaway. But before you go, make sure to check the website for information on wine tours, tasting room and restaurant hours, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitpenticton.com. Hello, this is Anthony Gismondi. This week, our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape comes to you from Corselet Estate Winery. If you're considering a trip to the Similkameen Valley wine country, you'll want to stay one or two nights to fully take in the wine and food scene as well as the inspiring scenery. Take a cool dip in the Similkameen River. Tubing or canoeing or kayaking down the river is an unforgettable experience, and fly fishers will find plenty of action in the eddies of the Similkameen. At the end of the day, we suggest you check out the Clippers Guest Suites. Make yourself at home in one of the four air-conditioned rooms featuring full kitchens. Right next door is Row 14 Restaurant and Clippers Marketplace and Cafe. Find an array of fresh produce and preserves from the farm as well as local cheeses and fresh flowers. And a coffee and smoothie bar is now open seven days a week. 
So the next time you're planning a wine country getaway, consider the Similkameen Valley and stay a night or two in the organic growing capital of Canada. For accommodation details, go to clippersorganic.com. Today's real estate landscape is fast-paced and complex. Now more than ever, whether you're a buyer or a seller, it's vital to work with a professional real estate company like Remax. Lean into their experience, local market knowledge, and connections. They are your market experts and are excited to help you make your dreams a reality. The right agents for today's market are at Remax, with offices in Summerland, Penticton, and Asuyus. Call or visit them at YourSouthOkanaganHome.com. The legend lives on. Three-Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature, a bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name, Three-Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Now back to PC Food and Wine Radio, on location at Corsoletta State Winery in the Similkameen Valley. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, across the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. It's our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape live from Corsolet Estate Winery. Our guests are Kevin and Anne-Marie Klippenstein. They're co-founders of Clippers Organic Acres. Untangled Craft Cider, Row 14 Restaurant, and uh, recently the Marketplace and Cafe at Clippers. I don't know. Is there anything else happening I don't know about, or you just keep adding? We have our guest suites, too, right? You have your guest suites. Uh, that I knew that, too. Uh, how are you? Good. Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, well, it's great, to, it's great to have you. It's great to have you in the Valley. Great to have the energy. I mean, I know you've been here quite a long time, but uh, you're, ex- you're expanding your wings every year in your reach. Yeah, we've been here now 20 years, and uh, I don't know if we're going to be adding something else next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's say no. <laughs> Hopefully no. Uh, well, let's start with the guest suites because they're they're kind of cool because I like the size of them, and they're right in the center, in the middle of an orchard. What, what can you tell people about them? They're definitely orchard setting, and they are three bedrooms and yeah. suites, and we have four of them, so... We have lots of weddings booking. We have lots of families booking. We have lots of getaways, like girls' getaways or couples' getaways kind of yeah. thing. And the restaurant's right a walk through yeah. the orchard. You so walk through the orchard uh, and you're in the restaurant. I yeah, like that's the best part spot. of it. Yeah. yeah. And we were talking to people today about people are biking now through the all, all through the whole valley and so yeah. lots to do here. So Similkameen Cycle has an awesome like uh, bike rental. So they have e-bikes if you don't want to pedal, and yeah. we have some pedal bikes that uh, we have available to people that are staying in the guest suites to mm-hmm. bike around the valley as well. Our guests are Kevin and Anne Marie Klippenstein. Uh, Kevin, a lot of people know you from the markets in Vancouver. Uh, so tell us a bit about uh, the, the growing of the, the vegetables and uh, everything else that's going on on the site. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, we've been farming for 20 years and sell a lot of, uh, of our product into Vancouver through the farmer's markets, through yeah. different restaurants. Uh, we've got lots of, uh, well, we've got 60 acres, so tree fruit and vegetables mm-hmm. that we're growing. And we, with the guest suites and with the restaurants, just a, a the way to have people actually come and enjoy the farm itself and uh, everything that we have to offer here. Mm-hmm. So, And new, the marketplace and cafe. This is pretty exciting, I think, because driving through here, we're, we're kind of desperate for a coffee. And, and uh, w- w- what can we experience now there? 
a really great and coffee. When, and when can we experience it? What times? So really great coffee. So yeah. off season we're open uh, eight till three, eight till four, and then um, during the summer we're open generally seven a.m. until five o'clock. And so it's, it gives people uh, off the highway. It is um, it is like literally a skip off the highway oh, and yeah. great pastries, uh, quick lunches. Um, and organic vegetables and fruit, and then a lot of other crafts and local from local crafters and local producers that produce around the area. So, tons of organic vegetables, and yeah, that's it. uh, it's important. Like the wine industry, we all think we're excited because we're getting organic growing and, and biodynamic growing, but 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 this region is the capital, it's the Canadian capital of organic growing. What, what is so special about this spot here in, in the Similkameen? Well, I think the one of the biggest things that attracted us here was because it was organic capital of Canada, so most of the farms around here are organic. Mm-hmm. Because of that, you're not worrying about spray drift. Um, we do have a lot of wind in this valley, yeah. so that allows for a lot of movement of air, so we don't have the mildew issues that a lot of places would have. So just the whole valley itself being that everybody's here coming here organically to grow mm-hmm. and then to have the environment and the wind and just... The hot, arid the, desert climate, right? Yeah, and it's, yeah. like, a beautiful place to grow food. And the valley is, like, super special in its own, like, a narrow valley where people come. Friends would come, and they're like, where did you move? I'm like, Costin. And they're like, well... And then they come into the house, and they're like, I don't know how you have a view of mountains from every window in your house. <laughs> and it's it's just a pretty epic experience to have people come up and experience what yeah. uh, what they are. A moment last summer on the deck, on the patio, we it was all smoked in. Yep. And at 5 o'clock, the smoke kind of lifted out of the valley. And the what people the people sitting on the patio, yeah. the looks on their faces were absolutely stunned. It was their first time in the valley, and they had they had no idea what they were experiencing in the perspective of where they were. And they're like, this is the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Yeah. But I don't know that they would have had that experience without that smoke. Yeah. Uh, cider. You're also producing cider, too. Like, Do you not have enough work to do? or? Tell us no, we the, just like to keep going yeah. 24 hours a day. And so tell us about this cider. People drop by now. They, they, they can get this in, uh, in the marketplace as well? or uh, Not in or the, the market. licensed, I guess. Yeah, or, yeah. what a province. Yeah. Uh, I'm working so on that. Just yeah. down the road from the marketplace and cafe. So yeah. go grab your coffee and then come in and have a flight of cider. Or if you're driving, you know, grab a couple bottles of cider for the road. Yeah, untangled cider. And row 14, so do you, you just follow the seasons, I would imagine, or, or what's great growing uh, at the time in the restaurant or yes our menu is very seasonal based on based on what we grow on our farm and so we harvest what we grow and bring it into the kitchen Mm -hmm. and they curate the menu based on what we have available so it changes daily it changes seasonally and um it's a different restaurant every time you come in and you're waiting you said you're waiting for your asparagus or asparagus is growing it's it's uh going to be coming out pretty quickly here now with like in high high season we have a little bit right now but It's really starting to come up as we get uh, warmer and warmer. So yeah, uh, I, I I can't believe all the things that you're doing. Are you are you pretty happy with the way it all just sort of has come together now? Or I mean, yeah. I make it sound simple. I know it's not simple. I, but. I I would say one thing for us, it's we've allowed it to grow organically. Yeah, like just because we started 20 years ago, we weren't like, oh, we're gonna have a restaurant and a cidery and guest yeah. suites. It we let it grow slowly and. Yep. 20 years now we have a lot of stuff on the plate yeah um people might not think it was growing slowly <laughs> but mm-hmm. 
Well, I think a lot of people learned they could buy during the pandemic. They were able to buy uh, for They can still do that this year. Uh, and also for the sweets, everything, they would go to the website to clippers.ca. Is that Clipper, Clippersorganics.com. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Clippersorganic.com. We'll get yeah. that up on uh, social yeah. media. And you can uh, book the sweets. You can uh, check out what's growing, what you can order, where the markets are, perhaps, and yeah. all the rest of it. You can book a table. You can buy a CSA. You can sponsor a CSA. So we do a single-family uh, home um, CSA sponsorship as well. So oh, we sponsor fantastic. a few single families in the valley as well. Wow. And then we also have a sponsorship where people can reach out and sponsor one of those families. Right now we're looking for a few more sponsors for some of the nominations mm-hmm. for some of the families that have been nominated in our valley. So that's super important for us is to, you know, feed our yeah. valley. and Of course. Starts at home. Charity starts at home. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah. Pleasure to meet you. Kevin and Anne-Marie Klippenstein, they're co-owners of Clippers Organic Acres. That's it for our show today. Special thanks to our Similkamine Valley Grape Escape host, the Bessler family here at the entire team, as well as the entire team at Corselet Estates Winery. We've really enjoyed our time on site. And our accommodation sponsors, Clippers Organic and Clippers Guest Suites. Also, a big thanks to our on-site producer, Mike Whittingham. Sherry Caleb, back home, Director of Operations to Ferguson and uh, the man behind the controls in Vancouver at BNN 1410, Dwayne Bishop. Join us next week when we come to you live from the 43rd Annual Vancouver International Wine Festival. Until next week, I'm Anthony Gismondi. You've been listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. That's it for today's show. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi.